It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, welcome back to Hats Off, Gloves Off, folks. It's ya boys. I can't get Tom Hanks off my mind. He's on there. He's playing he's on there. He's America's <laughs> sweetheart. Everyone loves him. He's. I mean, he's generally. I mean, well, he used to be America's sweetheart. Don't check 4chan lately. Oh no. Everybody thinks he's a pedophile. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard him and Spielberg apparently get together. And <laughs> they do more than uh, make great movies. You remember like a year and a half ago when he was? Uh... But I haven't seen anything solid on. No, you know? no, no. It's all like, fun speculation. I would believe it if. You know, like I, it's, I wouldn't say like, oh, that's an impossibility, but I haven't seen anything good on either of them. Yeah, he's not helping himself too, because like the COVID thing happened, and then everybody was like, they're going after pedophiles, and then not that this has anything to do with him, but then he like got a Greek citizenship the next day, and they're like, in Greece, the law says you can fuck kids. Oh, so it's like he's probably just like his wife is Greek, and he's just like got a passport or where he vacations there a lot or something. You're talking about Hanks or Spielberg? Hanks. And then everybody's like, see, this proves it. And it's like, guys, this is And not then he just calls his evidence. son and be like, do something embarrassing. Say the N-word or something. Yeah, pretend you're Jamaican for like six months. Um, there was a, a video of the paparazzi were harassing him. Uh, and then like his wife was with him. And he's like, just back the fuck off of her. Like he, he snapped a little bit. And one of the photographers, he caught, there's a guy just walking by in the background. And it's a lady. She goes, hey, it's Woody. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like at the end of his wits like forearming away paparazzi and a lady just walks by and goes hey it's Woody <laughs> oh fuck of all the movies to pick oh right? man you couldn't have said big yeah one of his Oscar winners yeah hey it's it's the fat guy from the Da Vinci Code <laughs> it's Forrest Gump it's the fat guy with the mullet from Angels and Demons Da Vinci Code 2 Oh, fuck. My name is Mitchell Phillips. That's Robot Spencer. Behind the ones and twos is at Beam Jeremy. Welcome to the Hogo Pod. You do a bad, you get a bad. You do a good, you get a good. Hats off to you, sir. Right? My hat is off. And um, that's about it. What else? I, I got a rabble. I'm skipping it. Um, you got anything hot? Anything uh, you want to get off your chest? Or you want me to roll quick, into Yeah, it? well, I got something. Not, yeah, I ha- didn't really have it planned, but I was watching a little football before I came over here. Dang, and I want to do a gloves off to Pfizer and Travis Kelsey. So what's wild about all these, you know, I'm sure everyone's read the stats. It's something like 92% of all advertisements come from, uh, you know, pill companies or vaccine companies. You know, the prescription <laughs> industry. They like, they got a lot of money, you know. They can't give out, uh, they can't just like give doctors like free massage chairs anymore <laughs> in exchange for like selling uh-huh. their pills so they're going hard on commercials and we all know about covid and the vaccine and they're stuff. like 80 percent of the advertising market on television yeah that's why yeah I, th- I said 92 but 92 uh, i don't it, the number is outrageous no, yeah it's absurd the number the number is outrageous but uh so I've been seeing these evolutions of Pfizer commercials, and we're at a nice happy medium. Where in the during COVID, they were insane, where they were just like protect those around you, and then they would show like footage of like Haitian earthquakes, and like <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin would come in, and it was really intense. And then they started being more fun, and I was into the Pfizer commercials because the only people in the commercials were. Uh, Old people and fat people, and they were like dancing around, like "Get our shot, we're gonna get boosted." And I was like, "All right, that's fine. They're not advertising to me. They're not marketing to me." 
And then I just saw a commercial, like, right as I was leaving, being like, all right, Rams are losing TV off. Let's go. Travis Kelsey shows up, and he's saying, get the new COVID booster and get the flu vaccine. And he pulls up his sleeve, and he has two different Band-Aids, and he's calling himself, like, a mega hero. And it's uh, kind of smart and hats off to Pfizer for the moment uh, Taylor Swift starts dating Travis Kelsey. They're like, fly him to L.A., give him as much money as he wants. We're getting this. I bet that commercial was filmed, like, Three days ago. Oh, probably. Uh, if that, it might have been filmed before the game. I don't. But so well, they a, just got a commercial the, that he reasonably would have been paid. Like he he got probably ten times what the market value of that commercial was six weeks ago, just because he started dating her. He's doing so many commercials. Now too, <laughs> where I mean, I I last year it was you know all Mahomes. Mahomes is getting all the commercials, yeah. and this is all Kelsey. Has he done Subway yet? That's the holy grail of athlete commercials. Yeah, everyone well, Mahomes has. Yeah, everyone does it. It's too much. Subway doesn't have good commercials. Subway's always had. I think it's uh, drug companies, and I think Subway's right below drug companies as far as like how much <laughs> money they spend on advertising, but. Uh, their shit sucks. So, yeah, it was really just a gloves off to that double, to just, you know, exploiting the relationship with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And uh, gloves off to Kelsey for. Uh, get just, that bag, dude. Get that bag. But he's already doing so many other cool commercials. Stick with the monster commercials. He's doing a funny Allstate commercial. State Farm. State Farm. That's what I mean. High V Pfizer. There's it- some of the State Farm commercials are good. State Farm, those commercials were bad is he the new jake they make the Mah- jake white again well the mahomes ones were pretty bad the aaron Rodgers ones were even worse then they brought in do you know andy reed the coach of the kansas yeah. city chiefs and everyone makes fun of him because he i don't think he parties but after a super bowl <laughs> he's like i'm getting a fat bacon cheeseburger like that's my move after a super bowl when everyone makes fun of him and so now he's doubling down and andy reed in these commercials is playing this like really dumb like teenager basically where he's like explain it to me again and he's like stealing chicken nuggets from uh <laughs> Mahomes and he's like drawing on people's faces <laughs> when they're asleep and he's just oh so uh hats off to Allstate for bringing in uh that guy Kelsey I'm kind of mixed on I'm a little bitter but I don't like the Pfizer commercials are back marketing towards me now the COVID vaccine yeah. commercials that's that's why I'm gloves off and if it would have just been a flu commercial I would have been cool but uh you're you were going for fat people and old people, and yeah. now you're coming back on me, a sports watcher. I'm not into it. Well, that's like the uh, all the late night shit when the vaccine was new. Oh, the like, Jimmy Fallon dance. Oh, like a bunch of like people or Colbert. In, like, it was Colbert who did. They it. all did a crazy one. Colbert, I think, went off the fucking rails. But they were yeah, like dancing with like syringes costumes. Like people all just doing like a musical number. It's like. Is this how you think you're going to convince the people that haven't been vaccinated yet? Dudes living in trailers that think Trump is, like, the second coming. Yeah, all you're gonna, doing. going to, like, drain the swamp of pedophiles. All you're doing is just, like, <laughs> making the people who already got vaccinated proud or, you know, like, patting yeah. their arm once they see it. Because yeah. they're, you know, they they uh, are into it that way. But, uh, dude, that was. Yeah, those, those commercials are not going to influence anyone. Those are brutal. You got to get some. I guess if you get. A football player is more likely than Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert. But, yeah, everyone was doing that thing online, too, where with, like, the I voted sticker, yeah. where they were just, like, post their Band-Aid. And it's like, dude, even if I got vaccinated, I'm not going to post a Band-Aid online. <laughs> I'm not going to let anyone know I use a Band-Aid. When I, if I get any shots or vaccinations, I refuse Band-Aids. Well, thank God. I say, no, nurse, you're not putting that you on. You do have to thank God that people were posting their Vax cards so that 
We could steal them. So we could take them into Photoshop and get into norms on a Friday night. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, hey, you can't get a Max card. So I mean, just... if we would have done that. No, but I'm saying. In the the idea of like, br- we're just breaking the law to get a, a sausage and egg breakfast. <laughs> I had to do Are that. Are you guys vaccinated? No. And then we go to the car and like eight minutes later, you guys vaccinated? Sure are, lady. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but also, uh, I don't know. I think, I don't know if the the, the, the NFL is going to have to really push on this fucking uh, vaccine shit. Because haven't they already had like seven players just collapse? That one dude almost died. I mean... That's the NFL, though, to be fair. Like, <laughs> vaccine or not, it's like, all right, you died from uh, the vaccine or you uh, just got your neck snapped in yeah. half by a 400-pound player in an Allstate commercial. Oh, sure. Dude, that would suck. I just thought about that. You got leveled and a career-ending injury, possibly, and then you're watching football, and this player's on, like, all these Allstate commercials or <laughs> Wendy's commercials, and he's just in your face all the time. Oh, fuck. That'd be brutal. NFL's a, you know, tough game. They're gladiators out there. Gladiators. Yeah, they're the circus is part of bread and circus. I do agree with you. We got... All right, I got one story. That is a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. couple of future entrepreneurs, a couple of go-getters. Gainesville, Florida, a 10- and 11-year-old. Brother and sister. Uh... Their mom took away their electronic devices. So, bitch. What a fucking bitch. So, um, they stole her car. Uh, they said, Our mom's a bitch. We're going to California. Ooh, yeah. They hopped in the fucking, I don't know. They didn't say what it was, but. And they you got to do it because there's, as far as states that are sung about, yeah. California and Texas, Texas only if you're doing country music, you know, sure. some hip hop. But, dude, California, I mean, you got everyone. You got. Pop punk with Phantom Planet. You got classic rock with Zeppelin. You got yeah. Janice. You got everyone. The uh, <laughs> it's, it's just funny because like I think God my kick uh, my like running away phase didn't overlap with my. Like, by the time I could drive, I was like I don't give a fuck. But not once when I was like my mom's a fucking bitch. I'm fucking getting out of here. I'm like packing my backpack in my room, my little like my Dragon Ball Z backpack to fucking hit the high road. And not once was I like, I should get her keys. Like, no, the car's I never faster. <laughs> yeah, I dipped out a couple times, and I never even thought about the car. I would just like hang out like a, like a half mile from my house. We lived on dirt, dirt roads anyway, so I like didn't even really leave the neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, she's a bitch. She's probably gonna be so mad. And then I just I show up before she even notices I was gone. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I ran away with my cousin, and then we like did a lap around her neighborhood. And then I was like, oh, tonight. We'll sleep in your backyard because there's a hammock. There. Really get a head start on this yeah. living outdoors thing. And we were just like in the hammock for like 40 minutes, and my aunt came out and was like, "Come inside." We're like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't think she knew the plan at all. <laughs> oh fuck! So they were found um, on Interstate 75 near Gainesville in North Florida just before 4 a.m. So they drove almost 200 miles. <laughs> In the the dead of night. So, like, they waited for their mom to go to sleep. 4 a.m., they're pulled over 200 miles away, which is making decent time for an 11-year-old. Four hours, 200 miles? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. 
For someone who's like not using cruise control, such a small bladder too. You'd think they'd have to pull over a lot. <laughs> kids always have to pee. That's funny. This kid's just got so much initiative. He's like talking to his little sister. He's like, and "Now pee now, because once we get on the road, I'm not gonna want to stop every 20." Yeah, minutes. he's already like uh, an old man where he just has a coffee can. Everyone has to pee <laughs> in. Where he's like, "This is it. Sorry, we don't stop. We do not stop till we get to the the ocean." Yeah, we're going straight to California. He he pulls over. He pumps gas successfully. Just gets back in. All right, everybody in. All right. All right, seatbelts. All right, let's go. He's got, like, sandwiches made in the cooler. No, we're not getting McDonald's, all right? <laughs> the fun layer of this, though, is the car was just reported stolen, and the cops spotted him driving, like, slightly under speed limit, so they pulled him over, guns drawn. They thought it was a stolen vehicle, so they just fucking... And they see it's a 10-year-old driving... Or an 11-year-old driving with a 10-year-old in the passenger seat, which my mom wouldn't even let a 10-year-old in the passenger seat with airbags. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I think we got to ride in the front. Uh, to do the children told deputies the girl had been upset that their mother had taken away their electronic devices for misbehaving, so the boy was driving her to California. <laughs> oh, the boy had his devices. He was just a good I, brother. I guess. I guess. What a that is so rad. They that's made funny. Two hundred miles. He's bitching about. She, she's whining about her fucking phone getting taken so bad. Which, by the way, don't have to give a ten year old a phone, but. Uh, that he's like, she, he's like, I just gonna get her to the other side of the country and leave her there. The brother, he was gonna come back. Now I'll get all the electricity. There's, there's like a nationwide manhunt for like a week, and then he just pulls back up. He just did a coast to coast trip, and he's like, all right, handled that. Dusts his hands off. <laughs> he's just like, I left her in Barstow. Where is she? I don't know. That is funny too. Uh, I I like to imagine the people that come in from this state. Because they're like, they think when they cross the California border, it's going to be like paradise. Instant paradise. You still have to get through like three and a half hours of like literally some of the most barren land on the planet. It's a pretty thin line that goes south to north. And then there's some cool inland spots as long as there's mountains around. Yeah. And then other than that, it's pretty stale looking. Yeah, it's just a continuation of Nevada. Yeah, yeah, it's a... it, and it sucks, too, because it's a lot of desert, but it's like, oh, yeah, the Arizona desert, yeah, it's prettier. New Mexico desert, prettier. Yeah, Utah, definitely. Prettier. We got no plateaus. We know those red rocks. God damn it, just stupid brown rocks. Ah, idiots. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> brown rocks are fine, all right, whatever you're into. So here's my favorite part. Uh, they were interviewed by detectives who indicated there had been no uh, mistreatment or harm. The kids were just being kids, you know? And uh, this is the best part. <laughs> The Kids mother... being adults sounds like to me. Yeah, uh, the mother declined to press charges, and the children were released to her. That'd be funny if she threw the book at him too. Teach him a lesson. <laughs> writes a, writes character letters, just character assassination letters. Yeah, drew all over my walls when she was four. Yeah, she pissed the bed till she was nine years old. Lock her up, maximum. But also just that thing of like when you make a scene, how how embarrassed your mom gets, and. Now, like the cops are involved. Like, hey, we found your kids 200 miles away. There is no worse feeling for a mom. It's like, hey, do you know where your kids are? Like, oh, yeah, they should be in their room. It's like, actually, we found them in Gainesville. You know where your car is, lady? Oh, not, not here. Three quarters of a gas tank from here. Now, this lady, she just got, yeah, that's her, that's her solve for this. Now that the kids know how to drive, like, they've shown proficiency behind the wheel. So now she's just got to, like, leave her car with, like, an eighth of a tank. So at best, <laughs> they, like, just get out of town. Putting fucking seven dollars in her tank at a you're time. You're yanking cables every time you park. <laughs> you disconnect the battery. You just gotta forever have a screwdriver on you now. <laughs> you fucking idiot. 
But hey, glass half full. You raised a couple of go getters. Yeah, they're out there. They're driving. All right, what do you got? I got a. Yes, really. I mean, it's overall it's a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. It's a gloves off to the school district, but um, oops, nope, hats off. Hats off. There you go. So there's this lady. She was 60 years old. She's a school bus driver. She's been a school bus driver for 15 years, and everybody loves this lady. I guess you know a lot of kids like, oh, they call her grandma. She's like a grand. She's not one of those psycho bus drivers who you know everyone's terrified of. Everyone loves this lady. Yeah. And she got fired. Oh no! Check this out. <laughs> she has cancer too, so she's fighting for her life. She loves driving the bus; it's very fulfilling for her. She gets paid; it's emotionally satisfying. And she got canned for drinking and driving on the job. As I think favorite bus driver gets one. Gets one, and that's all she had. Not only was she drunk driving, it was just she's uh, naive. She grabbed a white claw from somewhere, had no clue. Part of her chemo treatment is her taste buds are all screwed up. <laughs> so, so she doesn't she even know she's getting taste blasted. the malt liquor that's in there. And she's just drinking a white claw. And then they looked at the can, it like barely says it in the corner. Yeah. Like it's not even so. Uh, she's just behaving like when uh, like grandma has wine like once a year at Thanksgiving, where they're just like, ooh, I'm a little loose. <laughs> she just doesn't know why. Yeah, she's just uh, calling her nephew handsome way too much, so it's uncomfortable. Being an adult now and thinking about bus drivers, I would think, and particularly on field trips, where they just have to drive kids somewhere at, like, 6 in the morning and then sit there for 7 hours till it's time to come home. The worst. You're just sitting in, like, the zoo parking lot or, like, at, like, the, the science center in Santa Ana just doing nothing. I was like, I hope you're getting fucking hammered. Have seven beers, sleep it off, wake up, and you're fine to drive us back town. Yeah, they, oh, they're, they have nothing to do. Oh, I was hanging out with my nephew. They're not readers. No, I was That's why they're a bus driver. Hanging out with my nephew somewhere, and uh, there's a whole, you know, there's like eight buses stacked up yeah. doing that, just chilling. They were just waiting. So I went up and was like, can you, you know, can you tour the bus? <laughs> and uh, they, the lady was so excited to do something. Yeah. She, you know, yeah, they have nothing to do. So this lady gets fired. She only has one drink. I don't even know how she got caught. And then this is where it becomes a hats off. The community rally, she still doesn't have her job back, but so far, uh, when I read this article, they had ra- raised ten grand for her GoFundMe, because she's paying for cancer treatment right now. Like She is fucked without this job. And it's with the <laughs> school district, so health insurance, all that stuff. Anyway, so far, they've raised 50 Gs for this lady, just the community, set up a GoFundMe. Like One of the kids' moms who were on the bus was like, yeah, she can drink White Claw all day and drive my kid. I don't care. And so this lady's getting a bunch of money. But I hate these that's a that's a weak firing. Like I get it, the initial firing. I hate that stuff where it's like, it's the rule. We have to follow the rule. You know, even if you did make yeah. a mistake. It's what's the spirit of the law. Yeah, like if you were a doctor or um I don't know, a nurse or anything like that, and they randomly drug tested you, you came up positive for weed, and then you realize like Oh, someone I know has weed lotion, and I yeah. didn't know there was weed on it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You would still lose your job because that's the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law. And sure. this lady has no job because of it, and she has cancer, man. Well, she, I mean, yeah. Also, Glossoff, oh, they use this really, really bad picture. Oh, if you're trying to build this sympathy, it's working. Why do they use that picture? She looks like a refugee. <laughs> 
that's that's not right. For she and this lady doesn't even drink. Period. That's why she was so naive. For people like me that don't drink, how are they going to know that this is al- alcohol? I have been crying and crying and crying. I don't have any more tears. It was just a mistake. It was a mistake. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, it sucks that it's this lady because she seems like nice. Just fucking come on, have a goddamn heart. But then also, I hope this just doesn't lead to one of those like campaigns, like how Lindsay Lohan got all the good kombucha taken away. Yeah, they're gonna get all the school buses taken away. <laughs> they're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna alter White Claw. They're yeah, they're gonna have to change shit like inconvenience stores because this one lady had a sip. Because yeah. one convenience store, like on a fucking one fateful day, is gonna have national repercussions. This makes me mad too because this all happened in Long Island, and when I th- like when I think of this stuff happening, I'm like, oh, it must have happened in some like real wimpy uh, hippie place or something where they don't care or no, where you know where they are too strict about stuff. And sure. then it's like you would think Long Island, a lot of bus drivers are hitting the hooch. Yeah, a lot of flasks, you know. Yeah, but there's no way to test for alcohol. Like, you can in the moment. Like, a drug test, like a pre-employment, you know what I mean? But you can't be like, hey, are you an alcoholic? Piss on this. Yeah. <laughs> do you have daddy issues? <laughs> the only way to do a true alcoholic test would just be like, sit in this room for 20 hours. <laughs> if you get real sweaty and don't feel good, then you're yeah. an alcoholic. Or if you just show up to your first day and you've already got a red face and sweating at 7 a.m. And the Transport Authority, Long Island Transport Authority... Uh, This is their quote. This conduct is completely unacceptable, and the driver has been immediately removed from service. She was promptly taken from the bus because we have zero tolerance for this behavior. They should have a little tolerance for this behavior because it's not behavior. It was an accident. (laughs) How am I going to afford my cancer treatments? Jesus one Christ. mom of a kid who was on the bus, she's sweet, she's kind. I can't imagine that she would ever harm them. Also, did she harm them? No. So she, first and time she's a sweet drunk if driver? If she knew it was a white claw, if you keep it at one, you know, low-key, you can drive my kid around. One white claw, sure. And it, she probably didn't even finish it. She's not Tokyo Drift in the bus. No. But also, why is she getting fancy beverages if she's got no taste buds? I got to point the fingers back at her. Just get a water. That's why I wish they covered how she got it. Because I was thinking, I don't know, like, maybe you just go to someone else's fridge. Because I remember when those soda things first, or when White Claws and whatever the other ones are, Truly's first came out. I did that move. I mean, I guess I must be a little smarter than this bus driver because I did turn the can around and read it thoroughly before I opened it. Yeah. But uh, you're just in a rush. You grab something. Well, now, especially nowadays, like... We were conditioned in the 90s. Now you can't just grab a can off of a shelf. You got to Google. It could be like some weird fake probiotic thing or like a, it's not. Oh, you're like root beer. Cool. And then you look at it. It's like this is made from mushrooms to taste yeah, like yeah, root it's beer. Like, uh, it's Shaga. <laughs> Shaga beer. Yeah, here's a Shaga and root extract. And yeah. And we threw like a bunch of probiotics in there. Yeah. And uh, stevia. Miss Hannah has been a beloved bus driver for 15 years. The children on the bus said she was the kindest woman who was like a grandma to them. She is undergoing chemotherapy and made an honest mistake. Emotionally and financially, she needs help. Please take a moment and donate. This article says she's raised 9000 I went to her link. She's got 49000 there. Well, you know what should happen is Travis Kelsey to get on the public's good side. After all this shilling for Pfizer. Make sure she's vaccinated and then give her a big check. Yeah. You can cover this with a tenth of one of those fucking 
paychecks you're getting from Experian or fucking TurboTax or whatever. And yeah, this is this is more about money too for this lady. I go in the morning. I'm so happy to see the kids. I say good morning. How are you? <laughs> I give them a big smile. I've lost the bright spot of my life. Jesus Christ. She can't work at a daycare or something? She seems like a lovely lady. Yeah. But I don't know. That's typically who gets cancer is nice people. <laughs> yeah, some evil fucks. Yeah, some of them. Some, yeah. Some of them. Nice, sweet ladies. Driving a bus, getting your kid to school, drinking a little White Claw on accident. All right, so she'll be all right. She, at least she's getting 50 grand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's why it's pay for That'll pay for like one chemo treatment in the People current medical system. Yeah, that's a bummer. Please let her keep her insurance. At least give her like <laughs> a job in the district. Yeah. You know? Some type of symbolic gesture would be nice for this lady who's fucking clearly, clearly not in the wrong here. Um, let's see. Okay, so this next section of Hats Off Gloves Off. Dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. These are all previous stories that I didn't want to end up on the cutting room floor. We're kind of coming up on 200. We're going to clean slate a little bit. I just wanted to bring up some hot stories. Some of these are very recent, but uh, just didn't make the cut. We're just going to rapid fire them a little bit. First one. Oh, you know what? This is this. All right. Human skull found at a Goodwill donation box in Arizona. <laughs> That's a score. As a thrifter myself, I'd be pumped. Oh, the resale on that? And there wouldn't be a story about it either. You got the guy, like, he's walking around with, like, the blue light flashlight. Like, those dudes that look for, like, the good Pyrex from the 70s or whatever. The stuff with formaldehyde or whatever. <laughs> no, that's Tupperware. You're like, actually, uh, let me get this shirt. Uh, this skateboard, this ottoman, and I don't know. This looked cool. Just this skull down. Well, especially because it's coming out from Halloween. It's super spooky. It'd be even cooler if a murderer let it decompose until it was just a clean skull, and then yeah. he just dropped it in a donation box. Well, also, I would like. All right, we've been looking for that <laughs> head for twenty years. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't make it to the shelf. They they found it in the donation box. I imagine like the overnight donation box. But oh, it didn't even get on the show. No, oh, it was just bummer. <laughs> Those people knew. All right, yeah, they're they're good guys. Um, officers responded to the store in a goodwill. What to the store in a goodwill on Tuesday night and took possession of the skull, which was covered in spots and had its uh, upper front teeth attached, plus a fake eye in the left socket. Cool. I'm not touching that thing. If I'm a cop. No, but if I was a shopper, I would just uh, I would just grab one of those like an old no fear shirt, and <laughs> throw it over and oh, carry yeah. it out. We got an image on the big screen. Oh, this that's is... clearly a real skull. That is even a yeah haunted. even a dummy at Goodwill. That's a scary. Skull. Don't touch that. Yeah, that's from Pirates of the Caribbean. In my mind, I was thinking of like a, just a perfect one that like a medical like in science student class would have. Yeah, no, that looks like it was in that was in somebody's closet for like twelve years. That's crazy. The fake, the one fake eye is makes it way creepier than two fake eyes. Also, the 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 eye is new, and everything else is like deteriorating. Yeah, the eye is really bright and shiny. The teeth look decent. At least middle right looks okay. It's the cover of an '80s horror movie VHS box. Yeah, and it's kind of com- like it's a really genuinely scary skull, but it's a comical skull. It's goofy. 
It's goofy looking. Like, that's probably your goofy friend. <laughs> the cop shows up. Oh, that's Gary. Store employees referred to all inquiries about the skull to Goodwill's corporate office. So don't bug the Goodwill in Phoenix, folks. They got no skull info for you. Next story. We got, uh, what, we got an update? Let me see. It was unclear if the skull would be returned to the Goodwill store <laughs> or what it would be priced at. It's like, well, technically it was donated. It's your property. If you choose to accept it, you can sell this human skull. Well, that's what's funny. When you get into, like, remains, we've covered this a couple times before, but, like, most of the times when you donate your body to science, the government will sell it to basically anybody. You don't have to have any accreditations oh, those to purchase are... a body. Oh, yeah. We've, we've gone in on, those, <laughs> on the companies that procure bodies or sell. You know, in the, in the dead body buying and selling game. I'm in the big— It's I'm in... creepy as hell. <laughs> your big body, as big they body. call it. Yeah, Big body. Uh Next story, a dog caught in the driver's seat of a moving car in speed camera photo in Slovakia. I saw that one. So yeah, obviously there's no story. There's a really cool picture. Yeah, well, there's a little bit of a story. Is, uh, they, they found the guy, and he was like, oh, the dog must have jumped onto my lap. And then they were like, no, we have, like, it actually captures, like, four seconds of video. The dog was there the whole time. So he knew he was running a red light, and he pulled this dog onto his lap. <laughs> Classic Looney Tunes move. Hats off to you, sir. Uh, next story. Favorite headline in a long time. Moose on the loose in Stockholm subway creates havoc and is shot dead. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, there's a train line. The red line, funny enough, I live next to the red line here in Los Angeles, but the red line in Stockholm, Sweden, um, some of it goes above ground. So a moose got into the tunnel, and they didn't want to get hit by a train, so they shut down all related uh, network of trains. And then... uh, their version of a park ranger went in and just shot it, and they dragged it out on a 4 by 4 Blood on the tracks, man. They should have just let a train hit it, but, you know, those Ow. Swedes and their trains. Yeah, it's more of light rail. I think they would <laughs> <laughs> that would have ruined the morning commute. And then lastly, um, a real boondoggle of a story. U.S. Customs officials seized giraffe feces from a woman at Minnesota Airport. Uh, why? I I know why. I read this, so I already know why. I don't want to spoil it. So uh, federal customs agents poo-pooed the plans of an Iowa woman. Good one. Who wanted to make jewelry from giraffe feces she picked up on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. in her luggage. So uh, it's basically just in a, a sh- like, it's not vacuum sealed. It's literally just like a shoebox full of shit. It's not like decorative. It's not petrified. It's literally just shit from essentially a tall deer. That's your mistake, lady. You gotta j- at least dry it out, package it properly, label it. But here's the kicker: is this lady loopholed herself to freedom? Oh, she got it back. Hats off to you, sir. This lady declared it on the customs form. So smart. She didn't get it back, but she she declared it, which is like, here's my so list of things the, you should she's potentially. Off the hook. Yeah, she's she's good to go. They're like, no, you can't make. Jewelry. She wanted to make a necklace. She's known for making necklaces out of moose and elk shit. Um, she dries them out and makes necklaces out of them. Um, no link to her Pinterest, surprisingly. What do you have to cure the shit in to make it stable enough to be? You just coat it? Ugh. You go into her house and she's like, hey, I made jerky. And you're like, this tastes like shit. And she's like, a funny story. <laughs> I also make, I don't just make shit jewelry anymore. That smoker is also my jewelry box, as I call it. (laughs) Expanding. 
giraffe poop can be brought back to the U.S. with proper permits and inspections. Uh, there's those just poop a- permits. They don't just give those out to anybody, though. You really got to grease, grease those Africans. But this is like how pandemics start. This is generally like they won't let you bring fruit from Nevada into California because there might be like a bug on a seed or something. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah, it's we're invasive. not supposed to mix up our stuff. I mean, look at Florida. Iguanas and pythons and a whole a whole menagerie of animals if, that do not belong. Monkeys running yeah, around in Florida. Yeah. Iguanas, canaries, fucking uh and then you already have just native shit that's scary over there. It's so when stuff can be implanted and survive and thrive, it's even scarier. The hogs in Texas. The catfish in, open season. The catfish in Italy. Bre- now breach themselves and grab seagulls. They're pulling the move that killer whales do. But if if, I, if you make me Anthony Fauci, the head of whatever's supposed to keep America safe been, medically or whatever. I've been trying to make you Fauci for a long time. Listen. And no one is hearing me. Well, we got like seven takers, but they're all non-U.S. citizens, so it's not not a little international a Fauci, lot of momentum. That, you know, um, oh, I could be international. You think in WHO? Fauci. I could be the black guy from the WHO? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. You I think, can be black, and you can be Fauci. As long as I don't mention that Taiwan exists. <laughs> but if I'm making a list of, like, hey, how do we protect the West? Like, in a pandemic, what's our baseline? What are the, the flags we put up at airports? Like, in the top three, organically, outside of this story, I would say, don't bring poop from Africa to Minnesota. That's probably not... No germs from Africa, please. Pl- nothing but clean people from africa we don't want the animals we can't we're not gonna have your fruit your hornets are scary as shit um things that aren't even from but have been africanized like weird species of beetles and shit and like grasshoppers that like grow like 12 times the size during like mating season actual plague like (laughs) something the the bible told me about (laughs) it's over there what's really dumb is they have zoos in minnesota just go to the Minnesota Zoo and be like, can I get some rhino, giraffe, get whatever you need. There's a website that will sell you exotic shit. But she probably, I, it's probably the idea of, you know, like. This is oh, from my travels. I got it myself. You know, people bring sand back yeah. and rocks and seashells. Yeah. And giraffe, doo doo. I like leaves. Leaves are nice to bring back. Like, hey, here's a leaf from another continent. Throw That's it in cool. a book. Yeah. But fucking. <laughs> you can't just throw a, it in your Kindle, folks. Just a pile of shit. Jesus Christ, um, that's it. That's all the stories I got. What do you, you got? Anything in the? Yeah, I got one. Last in the bullpen, one. we're gonna bring out the lefty. This one, I guess you know, this one is. Uh... Let's just say hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Oh, I can't believe I'm giving this guy a hats off, but I guess you know it's really just a bros before hoes move. That's the only reason I'm doing it. I gotta protect us guys at all costs. One, this guy is a cool name. His name is Rashad McGriff. And part of me feels like I already did this story, but I think I just was going to. I had too many good stories. Is this? I think I did this story. This guy die? No. Um, They were called to his address at twelve twenty a.m. on August twenty ninth, and he met with, and the police met with this forty two year old woman, who told officers that she had been just laying in bed when McGriff broke into her house and began hitting her with a closed fist to the face then he started choking her but she did not lose consciousness she took her cell phone he took her cell phone for 10 minutes and then just threw it on the couch and left and that's when she called and uh 
And the lady said that McGriff had been sleeping with prostitutes and did not want him around the former couple's three children. Yeah, we did do this. That's yeah, his baby I, mama. Yeah, and then he, she said he had a tiny dick yeah. and he came <laughs> over. Damn it. <laughs> he beat the shit out of her. Cause... I, I knew I did it. I was going through old stuff. I couldn't uh, really find anything, so I throw an audible. Gloves off to uh, being right. But assuming you're wrong because of the person who's telling you they're wrong, just whatever their expertise is or whoever they are in your life, and just be like, oh, yeah, they're they're probably right because they know more yeah. about this stuff. Than I trust I do. them, and then they're wrong. And then they're wrong, and you were right the whole time, and then you're yeah. double wrong. Gloves yeah. off to being in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, that happens with Google Maps a lot where I'll uh, be going somewhere, and they'll tell me to make this turn, and in my mind I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know a better route. Yeah. But they've got the satellites. What do I know what's going on three yeah. blocks on my normal route? There could be a 40-car car pileup, and so I take the other route, and then I just get fucked. And I'm like, oh, I, I knew the route. Why I, did I not take my route? Why am I listening to a machine? Now that I'm thinking about it, this is my logic when terrorist attacks happen. Because I'm like, oh, you're going to take all these freedoms. You're going to enact all these powers, all this crazy shit in the name. But then when a terrorist attack or a mass shooting ha still happens, and I'm like... I trusted you guys. I gave up some of my liberties, and you guys are supposed to be doing your thing. And like, you, you had you talked to this guy a week yeah, ago. Yeah, now you ruined the country music festival. What the hell? What the freaking heck? <laughs> what is going on? It's not fair. Um, it, I don't know. It happens with a lot of things. Uh, it would work because like I deal with like art departments on film, so it's like the, their acumen can range all the way from like just above a construction worker to like a, like a prolific artist. So, like, a lot of times, they speak from an authority. I just have to trust them and do what they're asking for. <laughs> but a lot of times, like, oh, you're retarded. Well, like, the guy, like, they'll supply, like, Pantones and do all this crazy shit. And then sometimes we'll end up doing, like, 30 revisions on something. Because I'm like, okay, like, about, like, past four or five, we have to go, oh, okay, it's confirmed. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Let us do our thing. But you go along for a long time thinking they know yeah. what you're talking about. And it happens at work all the time when it's someone who's your boss and... I would go on these, I used to just do these events all the time, and I would just bring kegs of beer and give people beer to places. And just, yeah, one time my boss, I was I like, I knew he had not put the keg in the car, and he told yeah. me he did. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, see, yeah. Americano. <laughs> Chinese it's in, guy? It's in there, see. And I said, Pumbaa, is it in the car? <laughs> and then it wasn't. And then I was late, and then I got in trouble. But I couldn't rat and blame it on Pumbaa because I'm not a rat, so I had to take that heat. And I, But I knew it wasn't in there. So oh. it's my fault. Yeah, that's on you, dog. But then it's satisfying when you uh, feel like... Then there's the opposite of when you feel like you're right. Then you have the crazy fear that you are wrong. I guess back to COVID, that was a good example because I didn't want to get vaccinated. And I had a lot of people in my life uh -huh. who work, who are doctors and nurses in the medical field. And you just trust them. And no, I didn't because I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. And I was. I would have them like explaining to me why I should get vaccinated, <laughs> how it's okay, and I got to do it, and I got to do it. And I just kept being like, I, I'm not going to do it, but I'm. I'm going to die tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to die tomorrow. Yeah, like I got to take a stand. I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to. Literal be wrong. professionals are telling me my instincts are wrong, but hey, look how that panned out. Yeah, just doctors and Travis Kelsey now. Well, yeah, I'm amped too because I've had friends. Uh, my lady is a nurse, so uh, I've had friends be like, how did you not get vaccinated? I'm like, I just kept saying no. It was hard. I almost gave in many, many times. Yeah. And uh, there was like a, you know, at least a monthly really intense, huge fight uh, during a time when uh, shit wasn't good already. <laughs> so it was rough. It was super rough. And uh, I have friends who 
their girlfriends were just comedians, and they let them talk them into getting vaccinated. And I really, really Ugh. laugh and get a lot of pride out of that. Or because yeah. I had one comic friend be like, "Your chick's a nurse. How'd you do it?" Yeah, it's like you just you're you're not stubborn. You're not a stubborn person. I'm a stubborn person. Oh yeah, but it became way beyond whether or not I trust a vaccine or not. It went. It transcended all that. Where it just became. Do not tell me what to do. Everyone's being yeah. everyone's being mean to me, and I don't think they should be mean to me. <laughs> I don't think they should be mean to me. Here. People ask me how I lasted through it, and I'm like, fifty oh, percent of it is like what we're talking about, but the other half is literally like I just don't want to go somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like I have a hard enough time doing the things I should be doing. Like I like I put off an oil change. Till I have to, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't shave as much as I should. Like, I have a I just, broken mirror that has been broken for three months that I can I easily just, fix. I I go grocery shopping. I go to work. I go to open mics. Like I, my day is very economical, and I I split my time well. And for you to put a chore on my plate, like for a sticker or for a fucking Krispy Kreme, suck my dick. Like, if the incentive was there, I could have been talked into it. It's yeah, not that's like a why, medical choice. Yeah, I've been trying to work on a bit about it where I'm like, I'm not anti-vaccine. If I'm going to a really fucked up country, I will get a vaccine oh, yeah. so I can go hang out with monkeys. <laughs> so the government should have given us monkeys is what I'm trying to say. Oh, that would have been sweet. Yeah, instead of all that money, just give us a cool pet or an animal. Well, you think about it. Right when COVID started, Tiger King came out. They were yeah. liberating all kinds of animals around that time. The thunder came down on private zoos. They could have given everybody a tiger. Given us something to do. Given us something to live for. But yeah, that was a yeah, that was that was a good just being convinced that I was going to be wrong, and then having actually people been like, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. Having all the people, a lot of people end up getting uh, regret from it. But uh, yeah, what a weird. Uh... My girlfriend got everything, and she got it. I think twice. I only got it once. Yeah, the way I feel. Yeah, my girl. Got a. She stopped boosting, I think, but she at least got one booster, and then, uh, yeah, we all got the exact same six at the same times. We all had the same good times, the same bad times. Yeah. But uh, there was just a lot, a lot of added stress, and I ended up adding. That's what made me think I was really gonna get vaccinated. Is like all the games I had to play to yeah. do stuff, like the fake stuff I had to make and the way I had to lie at work and then postpone it for three months and then being convinced I was going to get fired. And then like just all this in hindsight, it was kind of fun. Cause you think you forget that like, even now think about it. Like if you were like leaving your house, you had to have a mask on. If you were like going to the grocery store, you had to put them like, like right now, not that far removed. That's fucking crazy. But then but in the moment, but like thinking like at work, like dodging the HR lady, like fucking ducking into oh, hallways games, and like yeah. just ignoring emails or being like, oh, here it is. Oh, sorry. It didn't attach. I'll figure it out and then just forget about it. <laughs> like the amount of times I was like, oh, my I left my vaccine card in my other work shorts or yeah. my work shorts, work pants. I don't wear shorts. <laughs> <to work. laughs> Actually, one of my jobs I do. But uh, that job I did not. Oh, so, yeah, fun. all those games were super fun making. But I got back up. into PlayStation. That was, yeah. you know what I mean? There was some good that came out of it. Well, Litterbox was... Uh, oh, that was primo. That was primo. That was to be able to go from just being alone, going stir-crazy, uh, to just laughing really hard was great. But I did, I guess I did get caught up when in the very beginning of COVID, I had my chick convince me since she worked in a hospital on the COVID floor that she was going to, like, kill me before <laughs> there even was a vaccine. So she convinced me to leave 
the state for like a month. So that was one of those where in my heart. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You visited. You hung out. <laughs> well, I was back in state. But there was like six weeks where I was just gone. And in my heart, I was like, no, just say no. You're not going to leave. Just yeah. say no. But I knew one. I kept thinking she knows more than me. Uh, and then I kept thinking, like, the stress that I'm going to put on her just by being around, even if I am right, is not worth it. <laughs> so let me go uh, disappear. What yeah, I was burden. in Utah for a month and then Joshua Tree for two weeks with old Mitch and a couple other good friends. We broke our quarantine and we chilled together. Yeah, and we all died. And I really, that, that was a tough decision for me to make. What? To start inviting people. At first, I'm like, I'm just going to invite one person. And I'm like, yeah, but what about him? And to to invite four people over to the cabin, like, that was a tough choice, being like, I'm going to kill us all, or, you know what I mean? No, but immediately, we were like, I don't know, I got out, and Fung and uh, Keenan were already there. That's, but also, I I invited a Chinese guy from China <laughs> in the very early stages of COVID, so that might have given me some anxiety. But we were, it was, like, trepidatious, and we were just kind of feeling each other out, like, I'll be respectful of your space, I'm going to smoke my own weed, but then, like, two hours in, we were all sharing a bowl, like, yeah. nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, just walking around a cactus. I I just I remember the craziest thing was on New Year's Eve from 20 to 2020 to 2021. I was smoking weed with a group of people and two of those people got covid and I didn't. And then I'm like, oh, well, then who knows what happens in life? Look how unpredictable life is. Let it ride. Natural immunity. Roll them. Oh, you know what else was a nail in the coffin in terms of like my uh, determination to not get vaccinated was when I got it. Because I was just like, oh, I've got, like, cramps or something. And I laid on the couch, and at, like, 3 in the morning, I woke up, like, cold sweating. Like, I can't have the blanket on. Like, the blanket was soaked, and I was, like, putting blankets on so I didn't soak into the couch. Yeah, like heroin withdrawals. I, w- I was literally, I literally, like, I'm going through it for, like, maybe four or five hours. And then, like, there was, like, a, I don't know, a day or two of, like, recovery. Just, like, post, like, flu, achy and shit. But, like, I really went through it for, like, I don't know, four or five hours. And in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, this is, this is made in a lab. I've never been sick like this. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is absolutely fucking goddamn lab leak. I've never, like, never even close. Like, I've been, like, bedridden for a week in a flu. I've never felt like that. It just came and went. Like, I felt my body. I was like, this is inorganic. It not, my body doesn't do this. Yeah, and they kind of, that sucks because they were, for a while, they were more or less uh, going with the narrative, like, all right, it did come from a lab, guys. And then they never really, uh, they never really, like, uh, you know, put a capital or an exclamation on that no they put john stewart on backed away yeah john stewart went on and said it came from a lab obviously came from a lab then everybody was kind of allowed to be like okay the evidence is fucking so insurmountable you at least weren't an absolute psychopath for suggesting that it could be from a lab or banned and uh fired from your job or kicked out of your fucking apartment complex like a lot of people were Oh, I did lose a ton of money. That one guy... I couldn't teach anybody during that time. I had to get a different job. That guy had to go to court to fight his paddleboarding ticket because he was in the middle of the ocean by himself. Oh, I remember that. So he does... Once again, spirit of the law. It's like, is there not a more COVID-friendly activity than being 400 feet offshore by yourself? Yeah, I... Well, I think I've talked about this on the show, but uh, it's a fan favorite. I couldn't get a job during COVID, so I had to get just this work at a recruiting company where they'd be like, all right, you're bartending one day. You're cutting up onions in a cafeteria the next day or sure. whatever. And I got there, and they assigned me. My job was to stand in this food truck area at a college and make sure everyone had a mask on and check everyone's vaccination card <laughs> before they were allowed 
into the food cart festival, and the guy in charge of it all was unvaccinated and was only working there because he couldn't get a job for being unvaccinated. And then my job was making sure people were vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, it takes a piece of your soul. Like me, that's what I do at work. Health and safety falls under me, and it's like, like there's a reasonable amount of health, like safety, particularly like on a kind mach- of machines we have, you know, saws and benders and presses and welders and shit. But like for me to be the guy. To be like, you're not doing that up to OSHA standards. God damn it. Like, I fucking hate having to be that person. I feel like you love it on the inside, though. You're born to play that role. Look I, at you. I like. You're dressed to play that role. Uh, here's my thing. You have uh, the mustache for the role. I like etiquette. I hate rules. When people have manners and etiquette, sure. yeah, I'm rules more, yeah, I'm... are unnecessary. But when you have to, like, post codes in when the hallway because it's, it's mandated. It's frustrating when you need rules. Exactly. And then having to enforce those rules, especially it's spirit of the law type shit where I'm like, it doesn't make sense, but that's what's required by ANSI. Like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Sorry. And then I have to be a fucking asshole. Otherwise, like, I'm liable. I hate the rule, too, man. <laughs> I think it's a stupid rule, all right? But also, my whole thing is, like, listen, I could safely drive 100 miles an hour drunk, but other people can't. You know what I mean? So we all have to. Because, you know how I know? Because other people are incapable. I've done it. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a good driver. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could reasonably, you know what I mean? But then it's just like anything. Like, rules are for, like, when people were saying take down the top 1%, I was saying take out the bottom 1% while you're at it. Because they're, they're the they're, reason we have all the rules. Yeah. If you're going to, like, let's take out the 1%, but if it's going to be the top 1%, you guys got to meet me halfway and take out the bottom 1% too, because they are dragging us down harder than the 1% are. Yeah. The ones who have to, we have to have warnings on bags. Someone gets their head stuck in a fence, so then they have to get a new fence. Now and... you got to lock up all the white claws because one bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh, kids fall off slides and break their arms. One dumb cancer Doesn't lady gets drunk at work. You need a new slide. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, is that hats off? We're out of here. We're gone. We're fired up. <laughs> at Hogo Pod on Instagram. I love you. Bye.